0: Good afternoon. You're listening to the Mothers Justice Show on 11:50 a.m. KKNW. I'm your host, Reverend Walden. It's my joy to be on the air. And guess what? It's that one of those kind of nice days we like here in the Pacific Northwest. The sun is shining. It's a little cooler than it was yesterday. And I know that the the nation is on fire. I mean, it's like wow. I mean, all over the country, it's a lot of heat going on. People probably wish it was winter time. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe not. Oh, I'm waiting for my guesses. I think Mr. Eddie Rye is going to come on. He'll be coming on here in a few minutes, going to give us an update on all the wonderful things he's doing. And then the next part of the rest of the show, you'll be listening to me talking about mothers, some of the things we've done, and then talking about the city council hearing tomorrow. I mean, uh, yeah, vote tomorrow on an ordinance that supports the changes for the CPC. Uh, and that'd be for us to have a deputy uh, for the CPC to have the same uh, parity with the other. Fully accountable to be partners. So, anyway, yeah, so it's a good week. Every day you wake up is a good day. So, this is a Monday, beginning of a new week. And of course, the summer is going to fly by because summer never lasts as long as winter. So, just keep your little nice, little pretty dresses ready to wear because before you know it, it'll be fall, <laughs> it'll be raining, people will be complaining about the weather. And they're probably already complaining already because it's going to be hot tomorrow. They say so. Anyway, all you got to do is stick around a little long, and the weather's always changing. And that's the that's the way the way of the world is too. Uh, it's always changing. So um, anyway, this is good. This is good. I mean, we would we would be really bored if everything was always the same. So at least it's not always the same. Isn't that wonderful? wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Well, Mr. Rye is going to come on here really soon. He's going to be talking about the 60th anniversary of the commemoration of the March on Washington. You know why I know that so well? Because in the, the March on Washington was the, yeah, I graduated from high school. And I'm always going to be that young person graduating from high school in my heart. It's like, oh, wow, the world is all new. Coming out of coming out
1: of. Um... All right. So hi, Mr. Rye. Are you ready? Yes, ma'am, I am definitely ready, and and Eric just sent me the link. I don't know what happened uh, on the Zoom thing, but uh, talking about the 60th anniversary, uh, and you were talking about how the optimism at that time was flowing, Uh, you graduated uh, right before uh, uh, the the, uh, 1963 march on Washington. That was actually back August 28th. But, uh, uh, you know, from that march that was organized, most people remember Dr. King's I Have a Dream speech, But uh, A. Philip Randolph, uh, Bayard Rustin, uh, Whitney Young, Roy Wilkins, Whitney Young, NAACP, Roy Wilkins, NAACP, A. Philip Randolph, and, you know, we have A. Philip Randolph Institute right here, and we also have the NAACP led by Darrell Powell, and uh, A. Philip Randolph is led by Gabriel Paul. And uh, uh, those were key organizations along with the clergy, because most of the meetings, there was no social media, and... uh, uh, they were not allowed to have meetings in public schools, so the meetings were in the church houses and also in people's homes. But the sixty-three march on Washington, two hundred and fifty thousand people went. There, uh, there was not one fight, not one person got shot, and uh, folks were serious about uh, getting this job accomplished. And it did lead to the nineteen sixty-four Civil Rights Act, which blacks did not have any rights at that time, uh, as, as we were referred to as colors, but did not have any any rights at that time, until the '64 Civil Rights Act, even though uh, we had been been in every war fought by this country, uh, the Revolutionary War, the War of 1812, uh, uh, the Civil War on both sides didn't have any choice, Uh, World War I, World War II, the Korean conflict, the Vietnam War, uh, every war, and African Americans have had a presence. Uh, I constantly remind people that... uh, uh, African-American soldiers in Europe freed a lot of Jews from concentration camps. And uh, I'm so happy that uh, the brothers, uh, like uh, one unit was called the Black Panthers, and, uh, and it was a uh, tank battalion. And they freed these folks from concentration camps, but they came back home to segregation. And 60 years later, after we saw, after that march, we see a, a retreat uh, from civil rights, specifically for African descendants of the United States enslaved, we have to deal with racism coming from many different sources. Not all the folks, but a lot of the folks. But we've seen what happened to Los Angeles City Council. We've seen it happen in other places with uh, these uh, Chinese organizations of, of, uh, making derogatory statements during the I 1000 hearing uh, down in Olympia. Uh, I will say that most of the progressive Asian leaders were with us all the way. And then the, one group, that has been with us for years, and they suffered a similar experience to African Americans, and that's the Japanese Americans, the Japanese American Citizens League. They were in Selma in 1965, and they were back in 2015. So uh, it was going to be, uh, folks talked about a celebration of the 60th anniversary, but it, it can't be a celebration. It has to be a remembrance. It has to be a recommitment to fighting and maintaining the rights that we have. And uh, so it got to be uh, a demonstration and an acknowledgement, but not a celebration. There's very little to celebrate for African Americans and African descendants of United States enslaved in the country right now. With what we see, uh, the Supreme Court uh, with with uh, with one of the biggest crooks ever on a court, and that's Clarence Thomas. Uh, you know, so we see that uh, all the gains we made over those uh, th- that 60 years uh, are being uh, reneged on and and being fought. And people are being encouraged to oppose us wherever we go. Uh, so we have a lot of work to do, and we're embracing and calling out uh, the people uh, not only to participate in this uh, 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 event on the 28th, but we want folks, uh, we like to have the pastors to come mention it, if you're seven-day Adventist on Saturday, and if you are Baptist or other denominations, uh, or mention it on, on Sundays along with the Jewish community. Uh, we'd like to have them also talk, because we do know there was a, uh, a number of Jewish folks, two that died with Goodwin, Swernher, and Cheney, two Jews and a black guy, died trying to register folks to vote in Mississippi. So we know there's been a sprint of support, but when it comes down to affirmative action and stuff, we've had some of the same people who fought with us to fight against us. And it, it's always aimed at African descendants of the United States enslaved. The people who have been here 400 years, like my daughter said, built this joint for free. Uh, We see a retrenchment in any kind of commitment to us, and the state of Washington's numbers prove that uh, 0.18% of participation by African Americans in Washington State of the businesses, and it just seems like uh, black-owned businesses are continually targeted, don't get the same support, don't have the same access, but the same requirements are made of us to defend the country. And like I say right now, Uh, People got upset, but I don't care. There's no reason in the world for African-American men and women in the military to be anywhere around the world fighting for other people's freedom when their people don't have the freedom right here in the United States of America. So there's a planning going on right now to uh, commemorate and acknowledge uh, the 60th anniversary of the 1963 March, August 28, 1963 March on Washington. It'll be on a Monday, and we're talking with a lot of people. We want... uh, as much participation as possible, and for the young folks that don't know, elders, teach them of where we were. Let them know about the colored drinking fountains and the colored waiting rooms and going by the side door to get your food and have to step off a sidewalk when a white man walked down and not be able to look a white man in the face or ask him why. I made that mistake when I was five years old in Shreveport. I thought my uncle was going to shake me to death, but he was so intimidated because I had insulted a, a, a white man that, uh, you know, he almost lost it. So he told me, don't ever look in their face and I always say, yes, sir. If they walk down the sidewalk, get off the sidewalk. And I remember in times in Louisiana, we put our money on the front of the bus to get ready to go and uh, get on the back of, uh, door of the bus, and sometimes the bus driver would leave us. So, I mean, so, you know, we've, we've had that our history. And uh, so I have no problems with sharing that. But also, as old as I am, I'm ready to to start boxing and fighting all over again for the rights that uh, I want people coming behind me to enjoy. But at the same time, they have got to be prepared. I don't care how qualified you are, uh, you still will be black in America, and you just have to accept that fact. So uh, I'm not saying don't ever compromise on getting uh, the, the best qualification, the education and training you can get. Always do that. But on the other hand, you got to understand there's going to be some barriers waiting on you, and don't let them discourage you. Just roll your sleeves up and get ready to box. You have to fight your way through them. And uh, folks, I hope uh, our folks start getting organized and do something positive. There's far too much too much killing and stuff going on, not only in the black community but across the country. We have more more uh, deaths by gun violence. I think than most many wars and places. So uh, uh, there will be additional information That's coming true. forward. I'll make sure that. Uh Rev Harry, the mothers justice show have the information. And Okay. Uh, we will and know, you know, mothers you know, fact, mothers is said. gonna
0: participate. You know, we'll participate well, like we always do. I mean, as someone that, that grew up uh in that era, uh and, uh and it's it's a it's a, it's a indelible, it's a it's in your consciousness, you know. uh, uh you got the good, the bad, and that what needs to be let go of in the consciousness that we were raised in that environment. But the one thing that I think that you and I have is the resilience that came from the people. It took a lot to live through uh, Jim Crow. It did, In a lot of places, some places it was different. Some places where people had, you know, when they had the Negro League, in some places, you know, they they had, they had a lot more uh, prosperity, you know, in those black places where they had the Negro League, and some of the other places that did not have that kind of a uh, 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 that kind of a. Uh, uh, commerce going on, because the Negro League was a, a, a revenue generator for the cities that had uh, had had the Negro League plan in those uh, in those segregated towns. But uh, but one of the things that I know for sure, Mr. Ryan, that's why you keep at it, is because you love, you love your ancestors. You love the people who came before us and what they suffered through. I mean, and so we are here to empower the young people to absolutely know that uh, they can do this and that we're, you know, we're, they're not alone. I, I we we have a history of uh, fighting back, and I, I and I bless Clarence Thomas' heart. You know, I mean, no matter where where his heart is, I know it's not with us. <laughs> but uh, his heart has to be with somebody, some group of people. It might not be with the white, might be with the group of people who brought him to the planet. But uh, but uh, but we know that we that it's it's a uh, resilience and perseverance and uh, and and uh, determination. That has kept us on the planet, um, and that's what you bring. I mean, that's what you're talking about, and uh, you know, I'm excited. I mean, I did double jazz because I graduated. You know, the world where we had we had, we had lived through the Bay of Pigs, <laughs> we lived to sixty-two. We thought we were all going to get annihilated with the war with the uh, war between America and uh, Russia. I mean, America and uh, Cuba. So we were excited to graduate from high school. My little class was 110. Coons Academy there in Sanford, Florida. So I I I know that it's going to be good, and that we will announce I, uh, announce it. And uh, as you come on, and I know that you were working on a lot of things. I know you're working with the Black Caucus, and with a lot of stuff that's going on in America. You always have your finger on it, and and I know you know about the new one, uh, I I uh, uh, museum in, uh, in in Charleston, South Carolina. I uh, I uh, it's a, it's about the slave museum, and it has a lot of history there. I, I, I was going to go for the opening, but I didn't make it. Do you know about that museum?
1: No, I don't. But I'm going to be talking to uh, Congressman Clymer's people a little later. Today. Yeah, well, gonna make
0: gonna sure. Go yeah, get him on because it's his legacy. I mean, I'm I'm a charter member. <laughs> uh, my granddaughter's going to go for me there because she's living in South Carolina. Uh, she's visiting here now, but she's in South Carolina. Uh, it's a, it's 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 magnificent. I don't care if they never want to teach it in the schools, and it's a new. It's also a museum in Africa uh, Africatown, Alabama. Uh, 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 the last so-called slave trip that uh, that, that hit America uh, in Mobile, and and, <laughs> and those people were marooned there. Uh, they had been stolen, uh, uh, and it's a, and and so Africatown also has a museum in Alabama, and so they don't ever have to teach it. I mean, uh, it's a living. We got living monuments of it. So uh, so. Anyway, when you have him on, I mean, I want to make sure that I can listen because this is his legacy. He's been working on this for twenty years, twenty years, and it's a, it's a testimony. Well, I certainly will uh, keep you posted, Reverend Harriet. I certainly will do that. Oh yes, 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 yes. And if you ever get to shake his hand, you can just say, "Well, I got a, you got a little groupie. You got some groupies in Seattle, so uh, so you can say hello. You can he can say hello there because I know you're involved with the with the Black Caucus and uh. You know, and that type of stuff. So, um, But anyway, life, life is good. I mean, we just have to continue to understand that we're here for a purpose and that the creator says, yes, we're still here because we're still breathing. Uh, and so we'll just, uh, we'll, t- we'll just go ahead and make some lemonade out of this and we'll empower our young people to understand that uh, education is still the way. Uh, uh, and violence, whenever you pick up a gun, the white man wins. White supremacy wins. Whenever you get all high on all this stuff you can buy, it wins. It's a chess game. And our, and our desire, our job is to make sure that they don't win. Uh, that's exactly what, that's exactly what we're up to. I mean, we have to make sure that uh, uh, Mr. Rye. So uh, anyway, this is really good to have you on and I'll, you know, we'll be on, you'll be on my show uh, 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 soon again. I know that. So you continue to have a great day, Mr. Uh, Mr. Uh, Rye, Mr. Ed Rye. Thank you for coming okay, on the Mother's Justice and Show.
1: The next Zoom call, uh, we'll make sure you're on as well for the planning of the 60th acknowledgement of the 60th anniversary of uh the march on washington for jobs and freedom to right. got us our civil All rights right. and our voting rights which are under attack so
0: All we don't really have anything
1: right. what we have is very fragile and you know, if we don't well, we have, but,
0: but we know we, we we know who builds the foundation so it might be fragile to us but it's not fragile to the most high. so we know who yes. builds the foundation so yeah keep me posted on that okay will do reverend harry thank you very much All right. Thank you. You listen to the mother's. Thank you. You listen to the mother's justice show on 1150 AM KGNW. I'm your host, Reverend Walden. We'll be right back.
2: Market street shoes is happy to sponsor the mother's justice show in honor of our mother, Jackie Higgins Rosebrook, who spent her life fighting for social justice and also in honor of all mothers who fight for social justice market street shoes, Fashionable footwear and apparel for life's everyday adventures in the heart of Ballard since 2006. Visit MarketStreetShoes.com. On the path to good health and well-being, Alternative Talk 1150 is the station for you.
0: Good afternoon. You're listening to the Mother's Justice Show on 1150 AM KKNW. I'm I'm your host from Walden. It's my joy to be on the air. So I want to talk a little bit about mothers. Police Accountability Birthday Month is coming up here. I want to talk about all of the, some of the things that we've been doing for the last i i, I the last thirty three years. But before I go into that, I want to actually give a real shout out and a blessings to um, Miss i i uh, Zelina i i uh, Matthews and her husband Stedman and her daughter. Uh, they had a, a peace visual yesterday. A mar- they had a a, a a march and a rally for peace. Uh, and call in peace, and our uh, Reverend uh, Bishop Coates was there, uh, and then it was another a pastor. Uh, I mean, I can't think of his name right now, but there's a family member out of Tacoma, uh, and uh, it was a nice event uh, as it as it can be. Uh, uh, there, Mrs. I, I Mathis' son was uh, killed on June sixteenth just walking down the streets. Uh, uh, he had been released. Uh, he was having some mental uh, uh, situations and a lot of people are having this right now. And uh, it, it, it's, it's not it's nothing to be ashamed of. Uh, he was he was had, had been getting some treatment. Uh, and it appears that he was just walking down the streets. Uh, and uh, he got done down. And so no mother ever wants to hear that. No mother wants to not want to ever get a phone call from the medical examiner Really and truly. No matter what no mother wanna get get that kind of call. I it it's it, it's a certain it's it's a trauma that uh that uh, that a mother uh it takes a lot of time to move past that event. I mean it really does. And so when, um, because she remembers when he was put in her arm, uh uh as a baby boy, you know, and we and many we've all some of us had bouncing baby boys. <laughs> oh, and that mother, you know, it's like, oh my God, so, so she has had uh, so many ideas, so many thoughts going through her head as a mother, uh, and then her husband was there. Um, so I just wanted to, I just wanted to give her a, a blessing to her. Number one, as a mother, uh, uh, who was the mother of four children and my oldest boy. Uh, you all know if you listen to my show uh, uh, now, or if you get it on a podcast later on, uh, that my Hiram uh, passed away in uh, two thousand and five, and uh, and sometimes uh, when one passed away, uh, another one comes, and uh, my grandson was born on uh, January first, uh, two thousand and six, uh, uh, so the year after, a year almost a year after Hiram passed away, but I am in that club. I am in that club, and I, I have a lot of affinity for mothers who are grieving uh, because their children was killed. it's well, so a lot of mothers grieving all over the world today because their babies died. So I mean, everyone who went to the hospital with the, to deliver to, to did not come home with a baby. Some babies are still in the hospital, clinging to life, and some babies died, and some people like my stepmother, uh, she passed away in 92, uh, uh, at 92, uh, two years ago, uh, and she lived to see uh, all of her children except the one pass into spirit. And so so there's something about the mothers who are experiencing uh, these type of things. I, 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 I don't I don't understand it. I, we will never understand how uh, how how it happens. But we know that we are great lovers of our children. Uh and uh and, and, and Miss Mathis is a great lover of her son. His name is Prince Dar- Darnell. Uh, uh uh and uh and uh the, the, I want to give a big shout out to Como. They did a good job. I mean, sometimes they, sometimes you know, I mean it's crapshoot. Sometimes you get good presents, sometimes you don't. But it was great yesterday they did come out, and uh, and I got I got to see that she sent that out. That she's such a diligent mother. She, she's just she's just so kind and uh, uh and, and, and and gracious and so. I just wanted to give a a real a shout out to her, to let her know that uh, we are we are with her, uh, mothers for police accountability, and we're also doing a silent war, breaking the silence on on uh, on how we harm one another, uh, and uh, and we're doing great harm. But like uh, I wanted to just also remember, remind people that we're also doing great work. Uh, we are people uh, who have not had any safety, and known any peace in 400, over four hundred years. I mean, when you wrap your mind around not knowing any peace, other people come to America for safety and for freedom. they get a moniker of being safe and being free. I mean, they get a lot of help. I mean, but for us, uh, uh, the Catholic church said, we'd be in perpetual servitude. That means perpetual service. Suffering is what it means. Perpetual servitude is perpetual suffering. Uh, that's what the church said in 1452, and I don't give them a pass on that at all, but I just wanted to give Mrs. I, Mr. and Mrs. I, Mathis I, 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 a shout out, uh, just to let them know that we're showering them with love in this time of, uh, of sorrow. Sorrow comes to all of us. We will not escape sorrow, but there is strength that comes from the unseen forces, the unseen uh, that which lives within us, it gives us the strength to wrap, to wrap, to, to help us move through the day. And so I'm just sending Mrs. Uh, Matthew's strength to move through the day because the service for her son uh, is next week. Uh, and so all the people uh, who could gather with her would be wonderful. I did tell her another day that I won't be there, but I will, I will be coming to visit her with my ministry of presence. My grandmother taught me that you go sit with people and you just be present with them mainly after everybody's gone home and the phone has stopped ringing and the food has stopped coming. Uh, then, uh, are you alone? or you with your family and all the other people have gone back to their own communities or they got on those airplanes and went back home. And that's when you need some more comfort and that's the spiritual work I do. I am, a, I, I am a minister. I am, I am ordained. Uh, uh, and I have a, I have a, a social justice ministry, but part of my social justice ministry is a ministry of presence. I will come and sit with you. I will. And that's that uh COVID put a little stop to that for a way, but I did call people and was present to them on the phone as much as I can be. But is my it is my it is it's part of my spiritual responsibility to be with you and to be with you in your time of trouble, because we know that trouble don't last always. And we also know that that joy joy is always returning to us, and we have to be open for the new joy that's always coming. So I just want to give that to give that uh, out to, uh, to 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 the Mathis family uh, and to everyone who came out yesterday. And it was a nice crowd. I mean, Bill was there, uh, and the uh, uh, community passageways was there. Uh, they were there, uh, and also mothers have a survey. On, uh, on our new attitude about uh, violence, and this is mainly for African American people, and we've been doing a survey for a few years, actually <laughs> for a long time, uh, and uh, it surveys people's uh, ideas about violence. And uh, and one of the things, one of the questions on there, do you think we can ever stop the violence? And most people said no, because I, they, I think we've internalized it to be a, be a, a natural a reality, but it's not natural. It's not. Uh, and also, everyone, uh, most everyone says that they know someone who's been assaulted, and they know somebody who carries a gun. And so, you know, we we will be uh, compiling those uh, soon. We probably should have enough to be able to get some kind of a, uh, you know, a report on it. Also we have uh, our um, prior commitment sheets, and we passed those out yesterday also. We're asking people to make a prayer commitment to children, to pray every day for the children in Seattle, in our community, uh, uh, first, in your own family, your grandchildren, uh, uh, or your generations of children not born, uh, and also pray for everyone, all the children in your community, and the children in the, in the state and then in, in, in the country, and pray, pray for the children of the world. Because a lot of times when people are on those are trying to escape war, or trying to escape poverty all those other places where they're uh, you know they' they're, they're moving around and they're trying to and a lot of times when those boats cats cat sides are out in the Mediterranean they're trying to get to Europe a lot of times there's children on there that also lost their life and then I had a call the other day uh, from someone that was uh, actually talking about children being uh, trafficked I mean, and then they had there was a container with children on it so I, uh and so we need to pray for children. I really and truly. So well. anyway, again, I just love, uh, you know, how people how people come into your life and you haven't met them before, but there's an instant love for her. And I just love uh, 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 Zelena. She's just so kind, you know, I And mean, it, you know, kindness is my religion, you know, I mean, to me, that's a mark of how much you love the Creator, by how kind you are. I don't care what scripture you quote, quote, I don't care what your text is. But if you're not kind, then to me, it's like, it's 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 just not, it's not true. Kindness, generosity, always has to be part of the And so for me, kindness, kindness is my is, is my religion. So I'm going to take a break right now. And we'll come back and you'll listen to Harriet Walden again. This is the Mother's Justice Show on 1150 AM KKNW. You know, I'm your host and I love being on there. Thank you
2: so much. Market Street Shoes is happy to sponsor the Mother's Justice Show in honor of our mother, Jackie Higgins Rosebrook, who spent her life fighting for social justice and also in honor of all mothers who fight for social justice. Market Street Shoes, fashionable footwear and apparel for life's everyday adventures in the heart of Ballard since 2006. Visit MarketStreetShoes.com.
0: Hi, this is Dr. K. Mahina-Intron inviting you to tune in on Mondays on 1150 KKNW at 5 p.m. to Dr. K.'s Attuning to Your Abundance, where we honor everyday abundance through positive messages, poetry, music, affirmations, and writing exercises. For more information, contact
3: Dr. K. Workshops at gmail.com or Facebook, Dr. K.'s Abundance. The Mother's Justice Show is brought to you by H.G. Walden and the Virtues Healing Circles. Join us for wisdom and wellness with Reverend Walden, a monthly virtual and in-person healing circle that focuses on community healing and growth. Learn more at VirtuesHealing.com. That's VirtuesHealing.com. Also, be sure to join our healing group on Facebook. Again, visit us at Virtues healing.com today. Bringing good vibes to the Puget Sound
2: and the world. Alternative Talk 1150.
0: Good afternoon. You're listening to the Mother's Justice Show on 1150 AM KKNW. I'm your host, Reverend Walden. <laughs> I was just thinking, Eric for that song with Ruth, Ruthie Foster. <laughs> I discovered her late in life. <laughs> I love it when I discover people late in life. <laughs> She's fabulous, you know, really and truly. I just really, 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 really like her. So, uh, Actually, I, I you know I mean I can love her, so I can say I love her. I think her music is cool, so we want to be ready. We want to be ready when joy comes back, and if we know if we will, and if we live long enough, joy does come back. It really does. We'll have happy days again, and this is still for Mrs. Mathis. She'll have happy days again because love is forever. That's the only thing that lasts. Isn't that fabulous? It's fabulous. That the only thing that lasts is love, and she'll have loving stories to always. Uh, so when she was on last Monday, I asked her about some loving stories. Mothers always remember loving stories because that, that's the way we are. I have something on my, on my counter that one of my sons made when he was like six or seven years old. Yeah, I still got it. People say you ought to throw it away, but I did not. So you know, you know, you keep some of that little art that they bring home, you put on the refrigerator. They didn't have that when I was growing up, because we had an ice box. <laughs> ice box for a while. <laughs> and a wood stove. That's why I say I camp at the Marriott. Already done that. Yeah, I've already camped. Ain't no camping here. I might go for, I might go to look at the mountain. I might go to the edge of the forest. I might just go that far. But no way. I've cooked on that wood stove and I've had all of that. So uh, anyway, so I, I'm glad for joy for a new day. <laughs> I'm glad for joy that we're not all cooking on a wood stove anymore. I think people would just be tired. But somebody has to cut the wood, right? Cut wood, chop wood. (laughs) I was the person who chopped the wood. Okay, so let don't get it twisted. My grandmother did not chop wood. She didn't carry wood. Granddaughter did. That's why I camped at the Marriott. So anyway. So yes, it's me today. I I, so I a lot of stuff was going on uh, last week. And so I got I got the show together with me. And how is that? This is the Mother's Justice Show, and I get to talk a little bit. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm a qualified talker. I think I can. I told them to talk a little bit about mothers and, uh, you know, what it means to me and to other people. God, this 33 years this year. Who would have believed I would have, grown, I would have grown up? So doing mothers for police accountability. Started out at Mothers Against Police Harassment. Oh, man, is Seattle better today in a lot of ways? Yes, it is. They were putting guns to young people here in 1990. They were making them get out of the car, take the position, and they put guns at people's uh, children's head at those, in those days. They, they, were, they were absolutely giving them my eye, always stopping them crossing the street. I mean, other people cross the street, <laughs> uh, 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 you know, jaywalking, all that stuff, but black kids, they were also uh, doing it. It was, it was a lot of stuff that was going on in Seattle in 1990, a lot of stuff. Uh, and uh, also, uh, what they were doing is that they were taking kids' pictures. Uh, with, with the, if they had on a Raider's hat, they would ask them to put the hat on backwards. They would take the pictures, put them in the car, a police cars, and they would they would they, they would say they were gang members. All our kids was not gang members, okay? But but that's what it was called the fur report. Somebody tipped us on that. I mean, we've been blessed during the year during the time because we know we keep privileged information. You know, I mean, people know that we're trustworthy. That's what they can say about mothers. Mother's police accountability is trustworthy, OK? And we've proven our trust in, our, in 30 years, 33 years. And that September is our birthday. It's our birthday month. And done. Um, so since we're trustworthy, I want to invite people to come to the city council uh, meeting tomorrow at two o'clock. Uh, They're going to vote on the ordinance. I, I, I They're going to vote on this ordinance to change. I, well, what, what's on what's on the agenda is voting on. I, on the, uh, to change the ordinance, I I'm making changes for the CPC. I and mean, one of them is for the uh, deputy. I mean, that's to give parity to the Community Police Commission. I'm on that commission. I spent some wondering why I'm still there because I served with the pleasure of the mayor. And you've had uh, four mayors, you've had McGinn, you've had Murray, you've had uh, Durkin, and you've had Ms., uh, Bruce Harrow, and they're still there. And I, I've served the pleasure of those mayors who actually have kept me in that seat. So I think if people are real upset about me still being on that commission all of these years, <clears throat> they should take that up with the mayor's office. Uh, they don't have to tweet that out. They just, just go to ask the mayor. You know, go ask Mr. Bush, Bruce, Mr. Bruce, uh, Mayor Bruce Harry. Why is Harriet Walden still there? Because number one, she's kind, she's generous, she's effective, she's truth-telling, she's a collaborator. Collaborators, we work to bring harmony we're not we're not we're not calling people's names. Uh, I, I will not we'll call people outside, the, you know, and talk about them on, on all of these uh, I, uh, networks. That's, I uh, you know, all these platforms as if it's going to make a difference, because we stand on the body of work of 33 years. We've been to court with people. We've we 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 we've been we've been the people who called and made sure they had the inquest when they wasn't giving everything with uh, inquests in and all, all of those years. Sometimes they although they were supposed to, a lot of times the, the county exec has to call for the inquest. We taught people about the inquest process. We did that, you know. We stopped them for taking the pictures of kids in, in the, uh, the wages jackets uh, I, I, and I uh, and, and calling them gang members. What we did, we educated the people about traffic stops, how many minutes it takes for them to use that computer, because we were having meetings monthly over the, up in Seattle Central every month then, and we were educating people. We were on the streets watching people, watching the police when they, uh, when they, when they, when they stopped someone. We gave them our card, you know, and uh, uh, if they wasn't arrested, Or we we were there if they make sure it was a legitimate arrest that the person did not was not getting beat up. We 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 we've done that, and also the uh, the uh, crisis intervention, the CIT, mothers is responsible for that. The DOJ did not bring crisis intervention uh, uh, to Seattle and say the Seattle Police Department had to set that up. We fought for that. We we did that uh, as a result of the killing of Borriza Mitchell. Back in 1986, I think 86 or 87, he was, a, he was in his eighties, an elderly black man. And proud of that, a man had been killed, an uh, 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 elderly man, out in the youth district, out near the youth district. And we said, my goodness, we have to do something. A lot of times, I've grown elderly now, you know, I wasn't elderly then, but now I am part of that other group of people. But in those days, we we said, wait, hey, sometimes people take too much medicine and not enough medicine. And so, you know, so they're not compliant. A lot of times it's my kids say, yes, he's not compliant. So yeah, so we understand about people when they get to be a certain place in life. Uh, and so we fought for that. This man, uh, got Mitchell, he got shot. Uh, they said he was acting erratic. Uh, and that's also the man that they sold $10,000 from or more. They put $10,000 back. We advocated for that. I, uh, you know, it's like, OK, this is wrong. And so uh, it took the man holding up how, uh, with the sword uh, for the police department to say, okay, yes, I mean, um, we wanted something done. And so we went to Portland. I rode to Portland, I went to Portland and looked at the model down there. We brought that model back to Seattle. That was on the Paul's shelf. So I've been doing this work <laughs> for a long time, ever since Norm Rice, <laughs> ever since Norm Rice. <laughs> I've been through many mayors and many police chiefs, okay. We are still collaborators, okay. It's the art of collaboration, consideration, and listening. When you're a great collaborator, you're going to always have, uh, uh, you're going to have, you're going to be confident. You're going to have consideration, uh, and you're going to absolutely have cooperation and collaboration, but you must have collaboration and cooperation in order to get things done. What you see in America right now is just a stalemate. I mean, it's like, wow, people don't want to get things done. But we do, so we stayed at the table, and so uh, so tomorrow at two o'clock, you need to get there early before two o'clock to sign up to speak in support of the ordinance uh, changes for the CPC. There's other people out organizing, and it's being led by a, 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 a white guy. Uh, I, I, I believe that he exudes his privilege uh, to actually he wants to bring down the police accountability system. And so if you're listening, one of the things I say, Judge Robot says that the CPC was doing a good job. Mothers is part of that. I mean, we worked. I have the letter right here that we sent uh, out uh, to the DOJ of all the people, all the signatures on it. Mothers was one of those groups after the lit, untimely death of uh, John T. Williams, the woodcarver, who got killed within four seconds of a command. Now, you know, I mean, how could I How could I ever answer a command in four seconds? I might even not heard it. <laughs> and it came out to understand uh, after the inquest, because those days they didn't ask any real questions. Uh, was the police afraid and all of those things? But he was hard of hearing in one ear. Uh, and so he was engrossed in his um, in carving. Uh, and so uh, we worked on that. And a lot of people who are, are organizing now to bring down the community police, to bring down the the, the the whole police accountability system have never been in have not shown up to anything in the black community. Isn't that ironic that people want to do something have never ever showed up to anything uh, uh, in the black community was not there when John T. Williams got murdered was I mean was not there for any organizing around that event was not there for Charlene Allows, was not there for any other shootings that have happened in Seattle Mothers has been there for most of them now in 2004 we was not the NAACP was take, took took lead in those years. But I mean, Antonia from Antonio Jackson all the way back to the early '90s uh, to recently, you know. Got a call the other day from my mother, who, uh, whose whose uh, son got uh, shot by the Bellingham Police Department. They have a fine attorney f- a firm on that case, uh, who's working on that case. But it happened last uh, last year. So we've been there. We I was all all the way down to uh, to uh, uh, to Vancouver, uh, Vancouver, Washington. We have been there. We met. We talked to people over in the Tri-Cities. We've been with people in many, many ways. We've been with many, many people uh, uh, over over the 30 over the 30 33 years coming in September. <laughs> so you don't have a 30. You know, 30 years is a generation. You know that that's that. That's a. And a lot of people say, oh, they've been doing things for generations, but it's 30 years is a real generation. It's three decades equals 30. Uh, and that is really, uh, that's a, that's a, that's a generation. And who would have thought that we've still been doing this because like Mr. Rice said earlier, <laughs> we thought some things was going to be handled. Uh, I, but now we know that, um, it's a constant organizing. You're always organizing for your own self-protection. And that's what Marcus Garvey said. Marcus Garvey said, you have to organize for your own self-protection. And now we know that. We understand now. We understand what Mr. Garvey said many, many years ago. The Honorable Arnold, Honorable Marcus Mosiah Garvey, uh, who told us that. He told us that we have to hit propaganda back with propaganda, because propaganda absolutely—if you don't—if you don't change and tell the truth, propaganda goes down in history as a lie. And so now, a lot of things you see about us is not true, because we didn't hit—we didn't hit propaganda back with propaganda. So. You know, our I I, I mailing address is P.O. Box 2 uh, 886 in Seattle, 98122, That's Mother's mailing address. Uh, and it's P.O. Box 2 886 Seattle uh, I, uh, in Seattle, Washington. Zip code is 98122. I appreciate any donations because that's how we keep going. Because the last 10 years, you know, mother's uh, mothers been part of me. I mean, I've been downtown. I've working on Community Police Commission. Uh, and so we're building up capacity again. I think the Burian Police Department does not have any uh, any any, uh, any policies around boy, body cameras. I don't think they have body cameras. And so that's some work out in Burian that needs to be done. Why don't they have body cameras? Uh, you know, I mean, how do they write up a police report? How do they verify the police report? Who's who actually investigating a police report uh, and those kinds of things. But because by 940, uh, the person who got shot uh, uh, by the Burian Police, uh, the Burian Police Department will not be investigating that case uh, because of I-940. And that came about because of Shay Taylor, uh, uh, you know, Andrew Taylor, that, that was his brother. And so they did get an initiative on the ballot. They did win at the ballot the second time around, I think it was, uh, that the police department, the where the incident was uh, coming out of, they cannot investigate themselves anymore. And I think once they get the Office of uh, Prosecution uh, uh, open by uh, the state level, uh, then uh, on these cases, I, I think I think the, I think the, the Attorney General is uh, supposed to be trying that case in uh, Tacoma, that John James Bible case, the Man- Manny Ellis case. Uh, and I know that the Nelson case down there in, uh, in Auburn keeps getting a postponement. I don't know why. Uh that's Jesse's case. uh, uh his uh, his um, uh, foster mom has been on the show, Elaine Simmons. She just got back from, from meeting with from meeting with parents in uh, um uh, in Minneapolis. They gather there. Uh, all the parents uh, families of affected uh, affected by police violence uh uh it's gathering there. And also that's supporting this Washington state for families who've been affected by police violence. Uh it's called the, the Washington Coalition for Police Accountability. In fact, Mothers is a member there. They do good, absolutely good work. Let's take a break and come back and continue to have a conversation about Mothers for Police accountability and all the good work we've done in
3: 33 years. I'm your host, Reverend Walden. We'll be right back. The Mothers Justice Show is brought to you by H.G. Walden and the Virtues Healing Circles. Join us for wisdom and wellness with Reverend Walden, a monthly virtual and in-person healing circle that focuses on community healing and growth. Learn more at VirtuesHealing.com. That's VirtuesHealing.com. Also, be sure to join our healing group on Facebook. Again, visit us at VirtuesHealing.com today. Did you know 76%
2: of Americans are concerned they won't have a secure retirement? beaplanner.com shows how private real estate partnerships can increase current cash flow and retirement savings there are three options to control your 401 and iras but only one will double your retirement lifestyle beaplanner.com for the be a planner show with cpa nathan ross be sure and catch the be a planner show every tuesday at 5 p.m right here on kknw Market Street Shoes is happy to sponsor the Mother's Justice Show in honor of our mother, Jackie Higgins Rosebrook, who spent her life fighting for social justice and also in honor of all mothers who fight for social justice. Market Street Shoes, fashionable footwear and apparel for life's everyday adventures in the heart of Ballard since 2006. Visit MarketStreetShoes.com. You found us maybe you've been guided to listen alternative talk 1150
0: good afternoon you're listening to the mother's justice show on eleven fifty a.m kknw i mean hoops from wall it's my joy to be on the air thank you so much for all the support that we get out there and all our, our supporters. i i just want to talk a little bit about the meeting tomorrow also i mean that I, I also i want to set the record straight that the community police commission has not been uh, i i uh, constituted as a uh, I, I, as a, uh, a, a as a, a agency that um, is independent for ten years, we were under consent decree, uh, and that was not true. So a lot of times people are saying things that's not true, uh, but anyway, um, we've given a lot of support to people, and we've done everything that the ordinance requires for us to do. Uh, and the judge robot, the judge who's who's overseeing the consent decree. Uh, in Seattle uh, at the last status hearing uh, this summer past this summer said that CPC was doing a good job. So um, anyway, uh, and that's that's what we're doing. But it's amazing how people are so easy to be organized and they, they do the repetition about somebody that they think is an authority and they don't absolutely do no research themselves. I mean, really and truly no research themselves because the affected person, I mean, the person who they're bringing uh, forward uh th- that 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 event happened before the community the community police commission was ever set up. Uh and it's no way that we can absolutely do anything about closed cases, uh cases that's already been adjudicated, see. It's a adjudicated case. Uh and that uh, we were not involved with that. But if you could show up tomorrow, or you can or you could call the city council, the number is six eight four I I I eight 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 eight. That's the number for the for the city council. Uh, and uh, you can leave a message that says that yes, you would like to you would like to support the uh, the ordinance for t- for tomorrow uh, uh, that that they're going to be voting on uh, for the CPC. So you could you can actually do that. Uh, you could absolutely do that one, and that would be really that would be really good. I want to make sure I gave you the right number for the city council. Yes, that's right. I used to call it all the time. It's six eight four eight 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 eight. Uh, and you can call and talk to one one for, for your council member or you can leave a message there for all of the council members so we are asking you to call and and ask them to support the ordinance that uh, that would change and give this the CPC a little bit more strength uh, uh that we didn't get uh in uh, in 19 uh, in 2017 uh and uh, the other uh, the, the other partners have a deputy the deputy would give us a uh, uh would give us a little bit more uh, security that we need uh, uh, and, and that type of thing. So when the, when, the, when the ED is out, you have somebody else who absolutely can take charge and run the office. But um, anyway, I just want to acknowledge the community for for courage of standing up, uh, for showing up. I mean, and also for coming as collaborators, because the collaboration is the one that's going to win eventually. I mean, sometimes they listen to the loudest voices because I think they're fearful. I think it takes courage for city council people to do I mean, for for, 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 for you know, to do what's right, you got the far left and you got the far right. But you also have people in the middle. And you know, I choose to be with the people in the middle, because sometimes uh, they have a voice, sometimes they don't speak English, or sometimes they're handicapped, sometimes they're just not out there. But mothers have been representing those type of people for 33 years. I mean, we have rep- represented that, you know, uh, Native man. Who was losing his eyesight? Who had got beat up by the police? His name is late Alex Jackson. He was also a wood a carver from Alaska. I uh, represented him, and it took two years to get his tools back and to get his uh, the charges dropped. But we volunteers, but we did that work, and so so we have a we have a history of credibility. We have a history of telling the truth, and we have a history of standing with families standing with families i i i we, we've done that for 33 years uh, we've gone to, we've gone to court with people we've shown up in the courtroom uh, we've made sure that people got attorneys because uh, we don't have attorneys but once they got attorneys we made sure that we could be involved with their cases uh and we've advocated to, uh, for people to get uh uh because all the cases that we advocated for people to get an investigator those people was found. I, 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 the charges was dropped. We also used to tell people not to always plea bargains because that means the prosecutor don't have to prove the case. The prosecutor don't have to do know nothing if you take a plea. And then if you get in trouble again, you already have a plea. You already have a prior. So we always ask, do you have a prior? You know what's going on, because sometimes the prosecutor case is weak. But once you take once once you take a plea. It's off the table, bro. You'll never know how much the police lied because you took a plea bargain. So yeah, so we we we, we still advise people, don't take a plea, but it comes back to harm you. You're listening here to The Mother's just to Show, uh, and I've had a good time on the show today. I thank you for listening. Next week, my show is going to be about the power of now with the Reverend uh, Erica Uh, uh, Bodell. uh So while uh, you have a great week, stay in the sun or stay out of the sun, whichever one you choose. I enjoy being on there. Thank you so much for my supporters. Have a good week. You're listening to Harriet Wald, Reverend Walden, on the Mother's Justice Show on 1150 AM KKNW. I'm your host. My joy to be on there. Thank you so much.